Hello and welcome to the Olympic Channel podcast. I'm Ed Knowles. If you're after the best bits from olympicchannel.com and just need the best interviews from the Winter Games, then look no further. We've got all that plus a peek into Korean culture, taking you truly beyond the snow and ice. So today is opening ceremony day and there's been a lot of talk about how cold it's going to be. So I went on and put my layers on as per usual, get outside and it's not even that bad. My phone tells me it's minus nine degrees Celsius, which is 15 in Fahrenheit. Either way, I'm just staying a quick walk from the opening ceremony. Loads of traffic about, and this morning I even saw the torch relay arriving right by where I work each day uh, at Olympic Channel HQ. Tried to get a pick, blurry mess, disaster. Anyway, if you spend more than just a few moments in minus nine, then you still have to be prepared. And we're going to get some cold advice in today's show. The Iceman himself, Mr. Wim Hoff, gives us some advice on how not just to survive, but thrive in the cold. And two-time Olympic champion biathlete Martin Foucard tells us how to keep it toasty in wintry conditions. But first, here are the top stories from OlympicChannel.com. They call him the Cristiano Ronaldo of alpine skiing. But what does simple life-loving Austrian Marcel Herscher think of the comparison? The Guardians of the Galaxy. Why are ice hockey goalies so different? Some of the Team USA ice hockey members reveal their quirks behind those unique individuals and what makes them so different to the rest of the squad. And there's something fishy going down in Pyeongchang. The air in one part of the Winter Olympic host city is thick with a smell. A smell of the fish pollock. Remember, you can check all those stories out at the website or app. Go to olympicchannel.com and then click on the news tab. Olympic Channel volunteer Heiji Kim will be here to talk about warming up with some spicy Korean food in just a second. But first... One of France's big medal hopes here in Pyeongchang is Martin Foucard. He picked up a pair of gold medals at Sochi 2014 in the biathlon. The sport's a unique combination of cross-country skiing and shooting. So not only are you putting your body to the ultimate test, and let's face it, cross-country skiing is intense, you have to concentrate when you hit the shooting part as well. Foucard is at home in the cold, so who better to ask about some tips? Olympic Channel reporter Alessandro Poggi went along to have a chat. The cold is really difficult to, to handle for biathletes because uh, we need to have uh, small gloves if we want to be accurate on the shooting range. But uh, we also need to be warm if we want to, to perform on the skiing side. So uh, it's a, a challenge of uh, every second in biathlon. But uh, we also have uh, more than 20 years of experience for the oldest athletes of uh, competing in biathlon in cold conditions all, all around the world. So we also know what uh, gear we need to have and uh, which glove to, to choose and uh, to adapt with the conditions. But uh, yes, the conditions are difficult and they will be difficult. But you know, I was in uh, Vancouver for the Olympic Games, I was in Sochi and people complained because it was too warm. So we will not complain now because it's too cold. But for briefing is it a problem this cold? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, extreme conditions, so it's uh, difficult competitions. But uh, I'm sure we will uh, succeed to have uh, beautiful biathlon competitions. Food is very serious here in South Korea, like super serious. And I'm pretty serious about spicy food. So I was very happy to find spicy food literally everywhere in South Korea. And I'm here with Olympic Channel volunteer, Heiji Kim, who likes spicy food too. So. Hi, hello. Hello. <laughs> so why is spicy food a big deal in Korea? So people enjoy eating spicy food and there are lots of um, restaurants, places like convenience stores that you could find spicy food and spicy meals and snacks. And people think that they can relieve stress when they are eating like very, very spicy food. And so, um, yeah, people enjoy eating them in Korea. Do, do you get less stressed when you're <laughs> eating a chili? Yeah, I think I feel like I'm like um, relieving stress and... I don't know. I just like the spiciness of <laughs> <laughs> the spice of life. Yeah. yeah. What is is there uh, spicy food challenges? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. What's what's going on there? Yeah. So some restaurants they have like spicy food challenge. For example, they put they'll put like very very spicy sauce on pork cutlets or um, tteokbokki, which is rice cake. Tteokbokki. Yep. Tteokbokki. <laughs> and then they have to eat that spicy food within like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And if they succeed on that, then they would put like a picture on the restaurant or give the food for free. Ah, mm -hmm. challenge so, accepted. Yeah, we mm -hmm. need to find one of those places. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what is the spicy food that we should be looking out for out and about in Korea? Nuclear fire noodles. Nuclear fire noodles. <laughs> yep, it's bulldogbokkenmyeon. Uh, oh, that's gonna be tricky. I'm gonna try, slow again. Pul. Tak, bur tak, bokkumyeon, bokkumyeon. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's like very very spicy noodle that we can find in Korea. Oh, there's um uh, another spicy food called yopki tteokbokki. Yopki tteokbokki. Yep. Okay, now you just. It's spicy rice cake, and we would um. <laughs> we would eat this food with cool piss, which <laughs> means, which is a drink that we eat together with that spicy food. Okay, it could sound a bit weird, but that's. It does sound a little strange, but it does. It, that, but it yeah, that helps to relieve the. the and what's spiciness. that made of? Uh, peach flavored um, juice. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet. Sounds good. Well, mm -hmm. hey G, we need to go and find that challenge. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. Thanks as always. <laughs> Next up is Wim Hof. Now, Wim holds many world records when it comes to the cold, from the longest ice bath ever recorded to swimming underneath icy waters for the furthest distance. Well, how does he do this? He says anyone can if you learn how to control your breath. But it's not just superhuman feats. He says that everyone can benefit from a cold blast under a chilly shower. I spoke to him just before leaving Pyeongchang via video phone. In the cold, it is just who you are, what you are, and that's what you are going to become. And I loved it. If you control the breath, you're able to sit a, a full night in freezing temperatures, in shorts, outside, sitting. In Pyeongchang, where we're heading for the Olympic Games, 
Temperatures can be as low as, as, as minus 20 degrees C. Should people be afraid of that cold? No, absolutely not. Uh, but precaution, precaution is the right thing. You know, minus 20 works on the immune system. People who are into uh, high-performance uh, practices, they are quite vulnerable because they are in, into a lot of adrenaline and that long periods of time, they want to peak. They are very sensitive. So before they go, take cold showers. Not too long, like one minute, two minutes, and that is the, the perfect pill vaccination toward the cold. Besides of that, besides of that, uh, the cold showers will induce the vascular system to work better. You want to increase your performance, then increase the faculties of your body. Not only the muscular training, but the vascular system, which is responsible for the oxygen, which is responsible for the oxygen to make the body alkaline. And alkalinity is the chemistry which you need to perform. Alkalinity versus acidity. How can you induce that by taking cold showers? You actually work very closely with medical science. So although people might not be aware of some of the things that you're talking about, like the alkalinity levels in people's bodies, actually what you're saying is come and prove me wrong. Uh, to medical science. You're not saying, you know, I know the answers to everything. You're just saying, hey, I've got, I've got some interesting things here. Come and prove me wrong. Is that, is that correct? Absolutely. Uh, I, I could battle on, I, I know everything because I'm the guru. I'm the biggest. No, 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 not, not at all. Uh, we are simple guys, but we got some answers. We found answers. They were not in the books, and now they are in the books. We have changed. We are full chapters in university books. Studies. Yet not published, it's into publishing. But Pyeongchang is not waiting until the publications are coming out. So I'm telling you this. Take cold showers before uh, in the training. And you will see that the training will improve in its uh, uh, performance, in the results. But really, a lot of athletes use ice baths very regularly in their training for recovery. It's not that weird to see an ice bath. And they've been there for 10 years or, or more, 10, 15 years, you know, in NFL, in soccer. You see an ice bath in the changing rooms. And so is that connected, do you think, to, to, to the sort of things you're recommending? Yes. Uh, the way they use ice baths in, uh, in sports, say uh, football, uh, soccer, all kinds of is uh, mostly for re recovery. Because it, uh, it contracts, the, uh, the muscles contract, the tissue contracts, and thus the swellings contract. The acidity together with the damaged, damaged tissue is contracting, and thus it, uh, it's like breathing. And then it enables the plasticity of the body to come in faster. That's why people go into the call. But what I do is, if you want to enhance your performance, you take cold showers. 
a part of recovery. The therapeutical power of the cult is enormous. It's mystical. It's an enormous potential is there. <laughs> Obviously, you love the cult. Uh, but 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 when tell me where where are you based? Where do you spend most of your life? Clearly not in an ice cube. And um, is your life always shaped by the cold, or do you love going on on to the beach as well? I can tell you, Edward, I love palm trees. I love tropical beaches and and uh, 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 all kinds of exotic plants. That's what I love. But as I'm not living in a tropical country. I wasn't brought up there, it was the Netherlands. Before the interview, I was here in the swimming pool. Uh, you know, swimming. In the summer, I don't swim outside too much. In the winter, yes. <laughs> How about that? I like to live, I like to feel it. So that's, that's the way it is. Wim, I don't think there's any better place to leave it there, but thank you so much for your time. Oh yeah, there's a lot coming, a lot of studies. And I'm into no speculation, we show it. We make this world a better place. Huge thanks to Wim there. I took a cold shower this morning, actually, perhaps. That is why the outside didn't seem too bad. And that's it. Olympic Channel volunteer and all-round career Don Heiji Kim will be back with some more career facts next time. And so will I. Please do remember to give us a five-star rating where you can and subscribe too. It really does help me out. And tell people about the Olympic Channel. Leave us comments on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all at Olympic Channel. Until next time.